Hi Church and welcome to our series on Revival Devotions. Today I will continue our history of revivals and talk about the modern Chinese revival, the power of suffering in revival. I'm so excited to share this because I think it is totally amazing and encouraging. Let us start by sharing a personal encounter I had. And this happened around half a year ago, right here where I met up with the priest of this Chinese Christian church and we spent a few memorable hours together. Two remarkable things happened. First, God's presence touched me deeply right from the start and this continued for a while after. In fact, as I walked home from here, I was like drunk and it reminded me that my Kate had described a very powerful sense of God's presence when she had visited this Chinese church for worship. The second thing happened when the priest and I towards the end talked about the dramatic growth of Christianity in China today. She said quietly, all this is the fruit of years of prayers by the Chinese Christian martyrs a few generations back. Whilst they suffered, they prayed for revival. Now, I didn't quite understand what she meant with this, but I immediately recognized that what she said was significant and I'm only slowly starting to grasp this now. So here's a bit of historical background I needed to learn. Throughout much of the 20th century, it seemed that Chinese were largely immune to Christianity. In particular, after the communists came to power in 1949 and quickly expelled all Western missionaries. And then from 1966, when Mao banned religion, when churches and other places of religious worship were destroyed and converted to secular use, it seemed certain that China would become a totally secularized and post-religious society. Instead, since the official repression slacked off in the late 1970s, religion has been springing up everywhere in China and the most thriving movement is Christianity. Today there are probably more than 100 million Christians in China, more than there are members of the Chinese Communist Party. There are thousands of converts every day, new churches and new underground congregations spring up all the time. So what about those who had suffered and prayed in particular from 1949 onwards? Whilst the Catholic Church was heavily persecuted, cut off from Rome and declined, Protestants started to flourish underground and a particular Chinese Christianity developed. Now here is the thing, native Chinese Christians replaced the void left by the expulsion of foreign missionaries and their insights how to connect with local people bore fruit. At the same time, the widespread persecution served as a selection mechanism. Chinese Christians of that generation were, as a rule, really committed believers and able to hold on to their faith in the face of considerable personal risk. And this was necessary. During the Cultural Revolution, Thousands of clergy were jailed or forced into re-education camps. Popular slogans included beating down the Jesus following. But here's what happened. The suffering only hardened the faith and the number increased. It's a bit like a nail. The harder you hit it, the deeper it goes. 
One could argue that God allowed the atheist communists to destroy the old structure of the Chinese church to rebuild it to his own purposes. And those ridiculed in the West as rice Christians lived out their faith with blood and tears. The amazing founder generation of the likes of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee and their flock of devoted believers then shaped and influenced the likes of Brother Yan. Some of you might come across Brother Yan's book, The Heavenly Man, and you will be aware how he encountered many bitter struggles whilst being active in the Christian House Church network in the 1980s and 1990s. But instead of grumbling, Jan learned to tackle any challenge prayerfully, often praying on bended knees, raising his hands in thankfulness to Jesus Christ while tears were streaming down his cheeks. His wife said about him, his heart and his faith are solid. He has no fear of man. And then she reflects how our lives have been filled with hardship, great suffering and long periods away from each other, but also with great victories and experience of God's deep love and grace for us. Now the ongoing revival of Christianity in China can easily be explained by factors such as Chinese seeking a sense of belonging after they've lost their trust in the communist regime and being challenged by rapid modernization. Of course, there is truth to this. But I believe that there is something much bigger at work here and stated famously by Saint Augustine. You have made us for yourself and your heart is restless until it rests in you. And it seems that God worked powerfully through these generations of totally committed Christian Chinese to spark up a spectacular revival whilst continuing to inspire today. So I believe that when my Chinese pastor friend drew my attention to the pain and prayers of past generations of Chinese Christians, this also explained the incredible sense of God's presence that I felt but could not explain. God's work in humans who are fully devoted to him can be so powerful that it has passed down to the Chinese Christian community here in Leicester today, and I was able to sense it right here. Well, I'm incredibly touched by this and of course asked myself what we can learn from this about the way God works and about the incredible pain and suffering in China leading to revival. Two things spoke to me, and they're all about encouragement. The first one has to do with faith and trust that God can turn around literally anything. If a revival can happen in China, where the concept of one creator is deeply alien and where a repressive communist regime has aimed to create an atheist society for the last 70 years, it surely can happen everywhere, including in our very own context. Let's feel encouraged to partner with God to turn things around right here where we live. And the second one has to do with legacy. If incredible passion for God can spark off such strong responses and lay such profound roots for generations to come, it raises the question what legacy we want to leave. What do we desire to be known for in respect to our relationship with God and our commitment to our faith?
Let's pray. We praise you, God, for being able to use any context to further your kingdom and start a revival. We praise the past generation of Chinese Christians for their devotion, endurance and trust in you. We ask the Holy Spirit to turn us into followers of Christ who are known for their passion and discipline. God, we are desperate to partner with you in revival right here. Amen. Thanks so much for listening and take care.